The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. Are back. We are back. <laughs> I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is the Dad University Podcast, episode 265. Alan, how are you? This is the first time that we've ever recorded not being in the same room. Yeah, this is pretty uh, modern technology allows us to communicate even without being next to each other. I mean, I can still see you. We, you know, although this is an audio broadcast, we are using our own video so that we can see each other's pretty face. But, <laughs> right. um, you know, it, it, is, it is different because that that's the whole beauty. I mean, a lot of people record podcasts, you know, remotely and such. But for us, one of the things that I enjoy the most, and, and, and being candid, it's a reason why we don't have a lot of guests, is right. we like to be live. Like we like yeah. to be together talking in that room, you know. Exactly, um, it's a good interaction. Yeah. You know, you get to yeah. hang out, get to look at each other, and and, uh, and face to face generally is a little better. Yeah. But, um, but you yeah, know, because I don't consider myself an interviewer, and so like that's hard enough. Let alone, <laughs> you know, relying on something where you're not even interacting, you know, live with the person. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so anything else going on? I, I mean, there's this little thing called the COVID-19 coronavirus <laughs> yeah, yeah, happening. Wondering why we are not in the same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, what this is about, this episode, um, I wanted to offer some parenting tips during the quarantine time, you know, um, and, and certainly it's challenging. It's challenging for people on many different levels, uh, whether it's, you know, financially, uh, just their family life, everything. But, you know, certainly parenting, if you have kids, parenting is an additional challenge. And I have to say the first couple of days, I don't know how it was for you, Alan, but the first couple of days in quarantine were just a whirlwind of chaos. Mm -hmm. um, it was so foreign and so strange for me. Um, it just, yeah, it, it, it was something, you know, all of a sudden my kids were, um, you know, the school's closed, so my kids are at home. My wife was on the brink. You know, she, she works in skincare. She's a nurse, and, like, they were closing but weren't sure. It yeah. was just very, very chaotic. And so I, I just, you know, had to kind of figure it out. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about this in another episode where, you know, kind of how I – I'm going to talk about some of the anxiety and the depression and some of those things. We're going to, we're going to do that in a different episode, but um, I did want to just kind of go over some things that have helped me. Cause it was like, you know, I had a couple of days of a pity party where I was just feeling chaotic and finally just said, okay, that's enough. Like I got to get some stuff done. I want to be sane through this. I want to be happy. Um, I want to get along with my family, you know, <laughs> right. I'm going to have to make some serious changes and effort to do that. So, you know, what can I do? Um, and so that I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about some of the things that worked at least for me. And if, you know, some people can get some value out of that, then that's great. Um, yeah. I haven't even spoken to you since this all happened really. Cause we, the last few episodes we met, we was, um, uh, it was just before it all went down. I think the last yeah, time. Yeah. We were, you know, we had recorded a, 
a couple of episodes at once, which was great. Um, yeah. but then at the same time, then that's what happens is that you, uh, you end up, you know, with a big delay. So, yeah. And, and I did say, I think, you know, that these are things that work or are working for my wife and I, but I want to clarify by working, it means that we're doing them <laughs> and we're fairly calm. We're not constantly fighting with each other and the kids. So that's yeah. a good thing. You know, there's no situation that's perfect. We've got, we've all have our challenges. So, you know, depending on where you are in the world, you're probably, you know, quarantined at this time when you're listening to this. If you're not listening to it during that time, then it may not apply. Right. Um, but there's different restrictions. You know, most of the world right now is on lockdown and, um, you know, it, it's, we all know this, you know, public service announce, announcement is, you know, self-isolation and social distancing, we're all doing it. Um, but it isn't, you know, people that were upset about it, um, you know, and I don't know, I'm hoping people still aren't, but it, it really isn't about us. It's about everyone else. In other yeah. words, it's not about yourself. It's about everybody else and passing it along. It's why you wear a mask. And, you know, there's many times where you don't even know. So just that's kind of the first thing with just getting away from that. But I want to get into some tips um, and, and kind of, you know, hopefully some of these will help some people. So the first thing, um, being honest with your child. And what I mean by that is that, you know, being honest about what is happening. And right. I, I think now some time has gone. So kids, are, you know, kids are well aware of, you know, kind of what is going on in, in that sense. It depends on their age, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. My, my daughter's not going to understand this. <laughs> She's yeah, a, a newborn, a baby, a toddler, not even, you know, um, my kids are nine and 11. So they are yeah. asking a lot of questions. Yeah. And, you know, so you have to sort of dissect, you know, depending on what age. And I can say the first couple of days of this were very frustrating for me and I figured out why it was so frustrating was as I didn't have answers for them. Um, you know, and I, I'm a guy that likes having the answer. You know, I like provide, you know, it's, whether I do my videos or the podcast and somebody asks me a question, whatever, I, like I, I like being able to answer these questions. And the same goes for my children. Yeah. When my children come to me and say, well, can I do this? Can I go play outside? Can I go talk to the neighbor about this? Can I, what about this? Is this okay? You know, I mean, constant questions coming at me and then especially in the first few days we really didn't have answers i know that's we the really scary know. part of this whole thing is that everything is so like up in the air we don't really know where things were going or what's happening right. and and it's new for everyone including mm -hmm. the, the people that have like you said everything under control normally you have an answer at least uh, in your back pocket for some for most situations right now, yeah, and I was getting so I was getting very frustrated with it, and it was like I, I was so on edge, and I didn't realize like I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah. So I actually just like sat down for a second. I'm like, okay, I've got to figure this out. Like, why am I so upset about this? <laughs> and that's that was the biggest part of it. Like, I'm okay with the change of like being at home and not being able to do things. Like, I, I like ultimately I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, I you know I practice the gratitude and I feel thankful for what I have, and I'm like. It, yeah, a lot of that stuff sucked. I had some events I was supposed to attend and some things I wanted to do. But you know what? That stuff's fine. Yeah. But I was still upset. And that's what I ultimately realized was just like not knowing what's going on was frustrating me. And you know, it's so, funny. I almost, I almost had a flight to New York. Yeah. 
yeah. um, and that obviously got canceled. But it was uh, I had a plan to trip to New York in May, and um, to for a conference that I was going to be um, a part of. <laughs> And yeah. uh, that's obviously I'm like kind of lucked out in a weird way that this all happened now and not then. Right. No, I absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, I, I had some flight plans as well that, I mean, of course now are not part of that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and what I had to do was essentially investigate things myself. You know, I, I had to look at, you know, there's uh, the CDC, um, you know, there's the World Health Organization, which, you know, yeah. there's some, there's some potential controversy with that you know now as we record this of like you know is the world health organization giving us the right information and you know i mean all these things but i what i do know is that the news is not you know regardless of what side of the political spectrum you're on i know i know i don't care it doesn't matter it's all over the place yeah yeah it's all over so what i'm suggesting is just either way try to find out the 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 data or the honest truth and ask your children if they have the questions and answer them directly. So, you know, if they don't have questions, you don't have to volunteer information, you know, like, and I know that in the beginning that was, you know, um, we had 27 deaths in our County yesterday. Like your child doesn't need to know that, especially if they're not asking the question. (laughs) Right. They just don't need to hear that information. There's no value that comes from knowing, and, and this goes on to like the anxiety and depression stuff too. There's no value that comes from knowing that data. And, right. and, and the reason being is because one, is it going to change my attitude or is it going to change my behavior or is it going to make me happy or none of it, none right. of it. Me knowing how many cases, how many deaths, how fast it's spreading. I'm not changing my behavior. I'm not going out anyways. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. So same thing with the children. It's like, how does that information help? And some people, I I don't know why people feel compelled to really want to know this information and that's their prerogative. But I just ask, you know, is it helping you in any way in a positive way? And for for me, it certainly doesn't. So I'm going to choose not to pay attention to it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, the second tip, set up a, set up a routine. Uh, kids thrive on a routine. And if you don't believe me, you know, think about how many times your toddler watches the same video uh, or listens to the same thing over and over and over again. Right. You know, predict, it's also predictability. Um, routines are good for your kids. So if your child is old enough, allow them to take part in creating the routine you know, get them on the schedule. And I, and I know the first couple of weeks or so was just chaotic of sort of adjusting to this new norm. Yeah. And like for our kid, for my kids, you know, they were on a break from school, like a spring break, you know, and they're going to go back shortly. And so then they're, the teachers plan on having more structure, at least from the school part, but that's just a portion of the day. There's other stuff they have their, you know, after school activities and social time and all these other things. So it's, it's important to set up that routine. Um, I know, you know, you're going to want to allocate that time to the schoolwork, obviously. Um, you know, if, if the teachers are helping and doing that, that's great, but allow them to participate, as I said, and, you know, include play time, include creative time, include their schoolwork. Um, just getting them involved in that planning, it's going to be more likely that they'll follow it. 
Right. You know, they will follow it better if they had a hand in it because they then realize like, well, you know, I got to choose this. This is the time I wanted to do this. Um, like I know for my kids, their time with their friends was just, you know, really important. And right now that's a tough thing. So they got to do, you know, video chats. They're yelling yeah. outside to the neighbor. <laughs> you know, it's like one or two kids at a time playing outside. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so they, we have to allocate some time to that. That's part of the schedule to say, you know what, Hey, from this time to this time, that's cool to do. You know, they're on a break right now. So it feels like they're constantly talking with their friends, but right. It's, um, it's spring break yeah. for at this point in time for the, yeah. you know, most of the for a lot schools. Of yeah. I had a question yeah. for you. Um, yeah. Do, do you guys, did you guys get like food sent home? Cause one of the things that I don't know if you're gonna bring this up later, but like, um, um, you know, you don't realize how like meals that sometimes the, the uh, schools provide. Yeah. The, well, so my kids, I mean, they don't get the meals at school. I mean, we provide their meal. Um, so okay. we didn't, so I, and, and, you know, I just thought of, I mean, it's, there's probably people, there's a lot who need it much more than we did. Yeah. Um, so our kids are just eating, you know, what, we what they normally here. eat. So, yeah. yeah. So it hasn't changed. Okay. Yeah. If any, I mean, we are doing like, uh, there's a lot of activity going on with donations and, and mobile, you know, people, do, we're doing things for the school and everything else um, because there is a large need for meals um, for many of the kids at the school, you know, that is part of their situation and financially if the parents are, you know, we, we've been very, very fortunate. I'm still able to do a lot of the work and, and also, you know, somewhat prepared for this. I, you know, have saving and such. So um, we're not in as, uh, we're not in a situation that many are, and that's you know yeah. unfortunate. We're fortunate for that. So yeah. Um, there's a third thing, and um, that's active playtime and exercise. So kids need to move. You know, I, I mean, at school, you know, they're walking around. They've got recess. They've got PE. You know, and when they're at home, they have a tendency to be more sedentary. You know, they're reading books or they're on the computer, and so and they've got to get those wiggles out. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like they're always needing to move. And so, you know, my kids have done really well. This is, you know, uh, props to my wife is that they exercise in the morning. My wife exercises with them. And so they mm -hmm. do, um, you know, we get up or they get up. I'm already been up for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. They get up. early bird. Yeah. And she, um, she takes them through exercise and they do a morning routine. And so, you know, if you're not someone who exercises regularly, then that might be a perfect time to try it, you know, mm. and it doesn't have to be crazy. I mean, just do it for your kids. It could be just stretching. It could be like, you know, there's some kids yoga. There's all kinds of stuff. They're actually doing some of her workouts, which I feel sorry for them. <laughs> some of them are pretty intense. Um, and, you know, but they're doing it at their own pace, you know, mm. but, it, and, but it works, you know, and they, they, they've enjoyed some of it. Um, I can't say every time, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's at least the idea of, you know, keeping them moving and such. And then, and in the afternoons, you know, they have, um, they're still doing martial arts remotely. So, cool. um, yeah, their instructor has been really, really good with like creating videos and doing meetings via video and stuff. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's been good. And so they've, they've kept up with that. So they get that activity as well. Yeah. So that's good. Um, 
the fourth thing is lowering your expectations. And I've got to say that this one was hard in the beginning for me. Um, you know, but once I did, I felt a heck of a lot better. Um, you know, we, we, we have to have sort of a real, you know, an honest conversation about the fact that, you know, this is a pandemic. This is, this yeah. is like, this is a hopefully once in a lifetime thing. And, you know, you have to look at it like, is your child finishing their math homework or, you know, did they do their instruction that they were supposed to at a certain time? So many parents I know are worried about their children falling behind, you yeah. know, because they're not doing their work and such. And, right, right. you know, here, here's the thing. I, I'm a go-getter. I, I'm all for teaching them and then following rules and studying and working hard. But I do think that we have to keep this in perspective, you know, we have to lower our expectations of what can be accomplished during this time. Now, I may have some expectations for myself, and, and I have, of like maintaining my work schedule and workout schedule and still creating content. Like, like you know, but that's on me, you know? That's, that's my own stuff I've got to deal with. But for your kids, I think we have to lower the expectation on them of what it is that we're expecting from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think that that's an important thing. And, you know, as an example, my master plan for depriving my kids of technology for a few more years <laughs> was completely blown away right. by this virus. You literally right. have to use technology now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it probably sped up their use and access and what I really wanted from that for them mm. by about two years. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. we ended up having to get some laptops because of some school stuff and talking mm -hmm. with their friends because they're not going to use my device. You know, right. I'm, I'm working and I've got my phone yeah, and my laptop. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the beginning we did and we were like, okay, here, you can use mom's laptop. I mean, meanwhile, like she's doing some courses and studying and like I'm yeah. doing my stuff. Like it doesn't work that way. And I, you know, it, it's hard. You can't, I can't deprive them of talking to their friends. You know, there's, there's many other things I can deprive them of. I don't think that that's a good one. <laughs> and so you have to make that judgment call of like, you know what? I do think it's important for them to talk to their friends. Yeah. And so, you know, we ended up having to do that. Um, we're just all trying to figure out how to best thrive. And so, you know, I, I had to lower my expectations and just kind of say, Hey, forget it. It's out the window. What I had these plans. Now it might go back and say, Hey, you know what? After this is all over, we're not using those tech. We're not using those things anymore. Right. We don't need to. And so that may change. And I reserve the right. And they know that um, it was very clear, <laughs> but yeah, we're just, we're adjusting to this and, and the kids are no different. You know, the kids are adjusting. Um, I, I think it's, it's up to us to kind of guide them, you know, to make sure things are, you know, somewhat organized and somewhat scheduled, but we do have to kind of be mindful of that, that this just, this can get out of hand, you know, sure. and it can be very stressful. It can cause a lot of anxiety and they're going through that too. It's like, you know, we didn't grow up going through a pandemic. Um, yeah, so it's, whole it's not like thing. we have, you know, a bunch of experience with this. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the fifth thing is keeping it positive. And I think it's hard during, you know, a time of chaos, but I do know 
you know, one of the things I was taught, and I've been trying to keep this in mind, is that, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, and that's usually what you would say advice to a person. But in this case, to me, I think it applies to parenting during the coronavirus. Like, yeah. you know, think about what you're saying to your children. And if it's not positive, whether it's the news, whether it's whatever, just keep it to yourself. You know, just it doesn't need to be said. And I, and I think us trying to focus on positive things that are happening rather than you know, infections and deaths and, you know, all these things, you know, losing all these activities, like all of this stuff that yes, there is a lot of stuff. But when you are faced with difficult situations and adversity, sometimes it's hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is like the easiest thing in the world, but right. it's, it's really hard sometimes to focus on that positive. But um it's it's something that I have really tried to take on is focusing on the positive. And the way that I've been trying to do that is about gratitude. Yeah. You know, and talking to my kids about gratitude and saying, you know, hey, like, let's take a step back for a second. Like, I know you're your friends, you can't see them, you know, your school, they love going to school, they can't see their teachers. Um, you know they're missing activities and all like all of that. And it, and it's not fun, especially when yeah. you put it yourself in the mind of a child, like, sure. but let's take a look at some of the things that are cool and that are good. Like we've got a house right now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, we have food. Hey, yeah. we even have toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a funny no. thing about my neighborhood is that uh, we didn't really run out of that. It was, I think the store got some imports yeah. from some other country and had um, them in their shelf. <laughs> so the neighborhood that I, I live mean, in is like seven square miles of like just people helping each other out. Yeah. And, and I told people, I mean, we've been using uh, those bidet add-ons for years. And so oh, I mean, we use 90% less toilet paper anyway. So <laughs> that's awesome. Long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so when people were worried about it, I was like, well, we've got plenty of time. Um, so I, I think it's just, you know, we focus on these things that are really positive. And, you know, when you start to focus on gratitude it, and you do this daily, it's like your brain begins to switch how it's thinking. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about the ability to spend time together and learning new things and having some time to do that, you know, cooking together, taking family walks, like, I mean, I'm seeing things, whether it's online, whether it's out in the neighborhood that like never, ever have I seen before, you know, families that I know walking together, playing together, doing stuff. You see people on social media, they're doing it. It's like, there's a lot of positive stuff happening as a result of it. Yes, there's negative, but there's a lot of positive as well. Right. So I, I think that, um, number six, you know, connecting with them. Um, and here's the thing. Um, my daughter actually said this to me the other day and she said, you know, dad, this virus thing, I know it's not good, but I really like having you and mom. <laughs> and I know there, like, there is a, is a, a definite uh, positive thing about it. Yeah, she's like, we get to spend so much time together. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I said, if my daughter's able to look at this in that positive way, then, you know, I have to also, yeah. you know, sure, too much time together, we all can like, 
go a little yeah. bit crazy. A little, little, yeah. Um, you know, people need their space and you need that time apart and you need to do that. But it, it, this, this time together does allow us to connect. It allows us to do things that we haven't done. And so um, I don't think as a parent, you need to feel like you, you know, you're winning parent of the year and you've got to spend all this time, especially, you know, if you are working and you're doing other things, you, you, your job isn't to entertain them. Right. But, you know, allocating some quality one-on-one -on -one time isn't bad, you know? Um, and there, it can be little stuff. I, I just like the other day, I'm, you know, I was in the middle of work in the afternoon and my son came in, he's like, you know, which I had already said, don't come in. <laughs> like, um, but he's like, Hey, you want to play some basketball? He's got like this little you know, hoop in his room. And I was oh, like, yeah. all right, I'll beat you. You know, I'll beat you again. You know, <laughs> and, I mean, literally it only takes, you know, five minutes and whatever. I took a little break and he loved it and I loved it. And then I just came back to working, you know, it was like, it, it, but you know, meanwhile, he then again came in. I was like, listen, I can't right now. So, you know, you don't have to feel the obligate, you don't have to feel obligated to do it constantly. It's just, but do take advantage of some of those times that you can do it. You know? Yeah. You know, or I'll say, Hey, listen, I'm done at six o'clock, you know, let's play right then. You know, right. That, and, and, and you know, set some expectations. Um, number seven is self care. And think about, you know, think about when you're on an airplane and, you know, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first, you know, there's a reason they do that. And part of what it is, is that like, you can't take care of other people unless you've taken care of yourself first. Right. Exactly. And yeah. we're really talking about that same thing. You've got to make sure that you are okay, that you are able to be present and positive. And then you can, then you can make sure that your child's okay. You know, we often as parents will put our children first as at a sacrifice for ourselves. And, and, and I get it. Um, but long term, that doesn't work. You know, it, it can work in moments and it can work at certain times. But long term, over the course of like these months, if you're going to be sitting here in quarantine, it's yeah. not going to work. You know, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be drained. And so you're going to need to do that. And, you know, mentally and physically exercising, reading a good book. I mean, even if it's just five minutes of alone time to just drink your morning coffee, doesn't matter. You know, you've got to take care of yourself and you know, that's what's important. And so yeah. um, we're in a unique situation here. I, I think, you know, this stuff is beyond our control. And I think, you know, what we can control is how we respond to the situation and how, and the actions that we have towards our family and our community and such like the other stuff we can't control, you know, we, we just can't control them. But I think if we can keep positive, we got, we just step up. I, 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 you know, I think we'll get through this mentally much better. Yeah. And um, so what do you think? Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think that's what we need to focus on, you know, and that goes for people without kids and with kids. I think they need to think of it in that context. You know, some people are stuck at home with people they normally aren't stuck at home with. Um, right. And so, and, and especially with the kids being off and, and having to, um, uh, you, there's a lot of challenges that come with that. So I think staying sure. positive in the right direction. Um, you know, you would use, probably use more supplies. You don't, you know, you're, 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 um, you know, you're, kind of spending time with one another and you have to be creative and and self-aware um so i think those are really good things to think about think about cool 
Well, Alan, um, if anyone wants to get a hold of us, has questions, concerns, comments, what should they do? They should email us, podcast at daduniversity.com. Um, you can also hit us up on all the social media channels. Um, I almost lost my train of thought because I, um, I usually have a microphone in front of me. <laughs> so the whole thing has changed. But uh, yeah. please uh, uh, submit some questions. We want to hear from you. Um, and, and how are you dealing with it? So uh, send us an email. Check us up on our, our social media channels. Please go to YouTube. Check out all the uh, videos that are on there at Daddy University. And if nothing else, you can listen to us on one of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us a review of maybe some five stars or a thumbs up. And leave a comment in there. And that would be great to hear from you. Cool. Well, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank stay you. safe. Yeah, stay and, safe. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time.